Now, this whole conversation sort of feels like the chicken and the egg scenario. How can I set a budget when I don't know what I want to do and how much it will cost? And it kind of is, right? So there's definitely another way to do this, which is to make your marketing plan or a draft of it anyways, and then run the financial scenarios. Because as I said earlier, there are plenty of ways to skin this cat, and it isn't always about how much you spend, but how you spend your marketing dollars. Hi, and welcome to Startup Marketing, the podcast created with female founders in mind. I'm Caitlin Pyatt, owner of Authentic Branding and Marketing, and I'm a marketing coach who teaches female startups how to brand, market, and grow their small businesses. I spent 10 years working in the corporate world before starting Authentic, and no matter where I'm working, I love branding and marketing. And now I'm here to break down my exact blueprint to starting a business, branding it, and marketing it for growth. Together, we can build something crazy successful. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to Startup Marketing. Today, we're going to be talking about how to build a marketing budget. This is actually something I've wanted to talk about for a while, but kind of felt paralyzed by, honestly. I felt paralyzed because I've never had to build a marketing budget from scratch. When I worked at my corporate job, the amount of money I had to spend was handed down to me when I became the manager of my team. Sure, I played around within that and allocated funds as I saw fit, and occasionally I asked for an increase, but I didn't have to start from zero and justify each dollar I wanted to spend. So as I was thinking through a workshop I'm hosting about how to create a marketing plan, I realized that I might also have to tell people how much they should be spending on their marketing. Cue me sweating in my seat. So let's dive in and dissect this topic. First, I think you have to recognize where you're at in your business. Are you a startup or are you more established? If you're a startup, you're probably going to have to plan on spending more because you don't have any brand equity or awareness to carry you through. You're starting at exactly zero. This means you're going to have to invest more to create your brand and promote it. If you're an established business, I think you can plan to spend a little less because you've already got some of that brand equity and awareness to attract your ideal customers. Now, I say all of this with the caveat of it really just depends. There's so many more factors that go into even deciding where you're at that it gets chaotic to talk about. So for simplicity's sake, we're going to stick to these two categories, startup and established business. And I'll leave it to you to weigh some of the other variables that likely play into this part of the conversation to decide ultimately where you end up. I think it seems counterintuitive on the surface to say that as a startup, you have to spend more money to advertise because when you're a startup, that's when you have the least amount of money. Hence my earlier caveat. But why I believe it's more expensive to advertise as a startup isn't necessarily because things cost more when you feel like you don't have any money, although that's a real feeling, but rather because without the brand equity of an established business, you have to run your advertising more often which is referred to as increased frequency by marketers in order to reach the same amount of ideal customers as an established business can with the same ad. This is because your ideal customers usually have to see an ad from you about seven times before they decide to purchase. Seven! 
you're in acquisition mode as a startup. So every time you decide to run an ad in a channel, you have to plan to run it six more times in the same channel or other channels where the same person can see it and start to recognize your brand. So in the early stages, it's all about frequency and expanding your reach or how many people can see your ad. So when you think about building your marketing budget, you have to factor this in. Technically, you can set any amount you want for your marketing budget. There really isn't a right or a wrong amount. Just know that as a startup, you're going to have to do more with whatever budget you choose. As an established business, you have the ability to go back to existing customers and promote your products or services to them and generate repeat sales. Side note, Willa is very excited about the fact that she learned to crawl and there's no keeping her quiet now. (laughs) Marketing to existing customers is always, always, always cheaper than trying to acquire new customers. So your marketing dollars will go much farther over time. Now you've got the luxury of aiming for more reach than frequency, trying to get as many of your existing customers to interact with you again than having to acquire new ones. This doesn't mean that you stop trying to acquire new customers altogether. It's just that now you likely have a split between how many new customers you need to grow your business and how many existing customers can help you generate the revenue that you're looking for. Once you've identified your position, you can determine how much you want to spend. Here, there really isn't an industry standard. Different marketers are going to tell you to allocate a different amount of money based on what they believe works well. In the end, what it comes down to is what you're comfortable spending. But how do you come up with a number? Here's what I found, because I had a lot of research on this for myself so I could figure out how to start building my own budget. According to the Small Business Administration, they recommend that small businesses allocate seven to eight percent of their gross revenue for marketing and advertising. Now this comes with a lot of extra information. This is the percentage they recommend if you're doing less than five million dollars a year in sales. So that sounds like a ton when you're a startup and your net profit margin is in the 10 to 12 percent range. So I think what that really highlights is that you need to know your numbers. Obviously, when you're starting out, you don't have $5 million a year in sales. And it's really just important that you understand what is your profit margin? What are your expenses? What things do you need to pay for? And how much money do you truly need to bring in starting out? Other sources said that 2 to 3% of your revenue all the way up to 20% of your revenue. So you see, it's really all over the place. Whether you're a small business or an entrepreneur, here's what I'd recommend. Start by allocating 5%. It's just an exercise, so it's not set in stone. Take a look at your gross revenue and take 5% of that. Now, make a list of the marketing strategies you think you want to try this year and their investment costs. Do those numbers line up? Can you get those things done within the 5% budget? If not, take a look at your strategies. Are there some higher ticket items you can do without? Can you increase your budget? At this point in the process, you're just trying to balance the scales, right? Determine what you're comfortable with. If 5% gives you wiggle room and you can do more advertising than you originally thought, you've got the luxury of adding more to your plan. 
if you're fine that you're having to make trade-offs, I I don't think you're alone here, which is why once you know you have to make some changes, it's time to shift gears and evaluate your professional needs against your personal needs. For example, are you in a position where you need to draw a salary sooner rather than later? If this is the case, then you probably want to reprioritize your marketing strategies. If you have the freedom to prioritize business growth because you're comfortable with your personal finances, then go for increasing your budget. Create a few different iterations of your potential budget and marketing strategies with some notes about how much revenue each one will help you generate. Once you've got those scenarios, you can weigh each option and make a final decision. In the startup stages, like I said, you're probably going to have to spend more, but you'll also be balancing that extra spend with your personal life much more closely than if you're more established and you've got some revenue to play with. Here's how I did this exercise. First, I made sure I knew what my operating expenses were. And then I made sure I knew how much money I needed to pay myself. This was reimbursing myself for expenses I paid for out of pocket up front to get started and contributing to my retirement account. From there, I looked at our personal finances with my husband and we determined if we felt like we needed to pay everything back this year or if we could pay it back over the next couple of years. Same thing for our retirement account. Were we okay passing on on a year of contributions or did we feel like we needed to get right back to that? For us, because we've saved for this season of life, we decided I could reinvest as much as I wanted into marketing and advertising this year. Next year, we'll reevaluate. We'll look at putting money back into retirement accounts and paying ourselves back some of my startup costs. Now, this whole conversation feels sort of like the chicken and the egg scenario. How can I set my budget when I don't know what I want to do and how much it will cost? And it kind of is, right? So there's definitely another way to do this, which is to make your marketing plan or a draft of it anyways, and then run the financial scenarios. Because as I said earlier, there are plenty of ways to skin this cat, and it isn't always about how much you spend, but how you spend your marketing dollars. You've got to be pretty clear about what kind of ROI you think you'll get. So in case this approach doesn't make sense to you, I'll be flipping this exercise next week and walk you through the process of how to pick your marketing strategies first, evaluate their cost and ROI, and then use it to create a marketing budget and adjust both from there. Same conversation, different approach. I've created a guide for this and added it to my marketing resource library. You can access all of my guides to accompany my episodes by purchasing a lifetime access pass for just $27. There's already $350 worth of guides in there, and startup marketing listeners can get $5 off when they use the code SM20. Visit getauthenticbranding.com resources to access my marketing library. And of course, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and subscribe to Startup Marketing to help other women like you find this podcast. Until next time.